So I knew I was like, I am not going to get any further and I've got massive, massive goals. So I'm not going to get any further unless I overcome this and start to step out and build this brand. Mm -hmm. And especially from an education perspective, you know, we are to clients in the name we have in Abu Dhabi, you, you know, people come to the salon. But if I have any chance of, you know, building what I envision this to be, people need to understand who I am and where it's coming from. podcast i'm your host business mentor personal brand strategist and style expert on a personal mission to inspire daily five people to take action do something different and just show up as the best person that they aspire to be i love 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 all your messages coming through saying that you've been inspired by something that you've heard on the podcast keep them coming it not only makes my day it makes the guest day knowing how much they've had an impact and that's what i want from this podcast is people to take action so thank you in advance for being one of my five a day if you haven't already please drop a review on apple Podcasts. this really does help the algorithm and helps the podcast get more traction so i really really appreciate that in advance Tell me which episode you love. Make a note of that because that also contributes towards it being seen. Today's guest is Tara Rose. Now, Tara Rose is the founder of Tara Rose Salons and Training Academy. She's a salon educator and keynote speaker. And we actually did this session in person. So it was quite different for us to be recording, looking at the screen, but also looking at each other. Tara really believes that business is not just about profit, it's about self-empowerment for both clients and staff, and she sees her people as her greatest business asset. And we talk a lot about this and the things that she does for clients and for her employees in terms of empowering them within their day-to-day roles. After being introduced to positive psychology and self-help, this inspired her to take control of her own destiny and manifest her dreams which has seen her grow to three salons and more than 60 staff. So congratulations, Tara. She's also won several awards involving the Business Director of the Year Award by Professional Beauty and Global Hair Personality Award by Hall of Wellness. So let's get in and enjoy this episode. Hi everyone, welcome to the Kelly Lindbergh podcast, a very different podcast because we're actually doing it in person. Yeah, <laughs> we're trying something different on this episode where we wanted to have a one-to-one conversation in person rather in person. than online. So we're trying it out, let us know what you think, but yeah, it's great to have you. Finally, Finally. we've, made this, we've <laughs> yeah. made this episode work. So why don't you give everyone a little bit of a backstory as to who you are and what do you do here? Okay, so my name is Taro's Kid, and I've been in the UAE for 13 years. I am the founder and managing director of Taro Salons in Abu Dhabi. I have three salons. We are just currently in the middle of launching an online education program, as well as an in-person academy, which focuses on not just skill set, but the other stuff we like to say. We think the 50% is just what the skills are. It's the, the other 50% that's missing. And then also we're just about to launch our first male and female salon right here in Dubai. So we're very excited about that. Because that's something actually in the Middle East yeah. that it's, yeah. you're one of the first, is it not? Yeah, I think there's maybe one other. Normally, when it comes to a male and female salon, you'll only ever find them in a hotel. Oh. So for me, coming to Dubai, obviously, you know, I really needed a strong why behind it. 
And for me to, you know, for us to evolve as a brand, I felt that, you know, this male and female mix salon, not only for the staff, but also for, you know, clients coming in, you know. Oh, like, trends, I yeah, imagine, totally. and all of this sort of yeah. kind of... Bringing it together. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. So then we're going to get into asking some questions about what it takes to yeah. set up and launch a salon. Yeah. Um, it's quite a competitive space in this market, it I imagine. It <laughs> it's kind of like, um, you know, it's the, the done thing. I hear everyone gets their hair, their nails, their... Yeah. I think it is just... Yeah, it's... Yeah, I mean, you know, back in the UK... You know, people, as a, as a salon, you struggle to get people in for colour, you know, let alone nails and pedicures and stuff, yeah. you know. Here we are, you know, very, very lucky personal care and, and how we look is a big part of everybody's day, you know, day in and day out life. So, you know, it's a big thing in the beauty industry, which is great for me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So how, let's also, let's go on that question though. So in a space that is quite competitive, mm-hmm. how do you stand out? So I think there's probably people listening right now, maybe... I don't know, they're a coach or an interior designer or a stylist or something where there's PT. Lots of people doing it. How have you managed to grow and stay different from everyone else? I think, you know, it just, it comes back to, you know, why? Why do we do things? You know, why why are we doing this? And and for me, it was, you know, going back to the very, very beginning, you know, it's taken me a long time to work it out. But my main focuses always were my team mm-hmm. and my clients. Yeah. You know, it's taken me a few years to evolve that mission and, and vision and everything. But it was very, very clear in the beginning that that was what it was always about. And for that, you know, we've really started to grow on that. You know, it's about for the clients, we make sure it's a, a safe space for people to come. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just about how people look. It's about how people feel, mm-hmm. you know. So we do a lot on all of those things. And then... The team, you know, the team is, uh, you know, the main the main part of any business. So again, for me, it was working out very quickly. You know, how do we build these girls? You know, how how do we make this culture so strong? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's a big part of my journey. Also, you know, through my twenties, I suffered with mental health and didn't really have much direction. So for me, you know, it's really taking that how I felt and being able to support these girls or, or men that are going to be coming to work with us as well. Yeah. Like, how do we build their careers? You know, there's a there's a big thing around hairdressing that it's not really a career. Really? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was something that yeah. people do go into when you stay I mean, in it for a long, like, a do, long time. Do. I mean, it's not so much we don't think that, but, you know, people, if you say to people, oh, what, what is your job? You know, what, what do you do? Like for me, people I don't know, I just, I like, you know, I don't tell them exactly what I do. You yeah. know, I just am a hairdresser, you know, and you can instantly see that I'm, like, oh, right, okay. And they make me an opinion. Yeah, they make me You obviously didn't do very well at school. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what people think? Yeah, it's just that, you know, it's, especially out, you know, somewhere like this, you know, it's a very high flying, powerful place, isn't it? Mm. But what we do, you know, and, and everybody in the industry will, will tell you completely differently, you know, how, we build, you know, build these, these these beauty salons, these hair salons, but, you know, how we build our careers and everything, it's, you know, it's, it's very different to what a lot of people think, you know. And the power, the power that we have to change how somebody feels. Oh, you yeah. know, and you understand yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the styles, yeah. yeah. the makeover. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then people always say, you know, oh, I feel great after that haircut. Yeah. You know, it's always that yeah. kind of. The change piece. I wanted to just touch back a little bit. So you uh, said quite a few things in that. I was like, oh, let's ask a question. What are some of the examples when you, of, of what you do 
to make people feel great, whether it's the team or the clients coming in? What are some of the touch points? Yeah, so firstly, sort of going back to the clients, you know, we do, we believe that the hair is just 50% of what we do. Mm -hmm. You know, you can go to anywhere and get good hair. Yeah. But it's the other stuff, you know, it's the other stuff. Like, we are the only people that can advise people, you know, on face shape, skin tone, you know, all of those things. And I think a lot of the time, you know, people are going in with pictures and stuff and they're just, I want this. And then the hairdresser's like, sure, yeah, no problem. You know, what people aren't looking at is how they live their everyday lives, you know. Mm -hmm. Are they a stay-at-home mum? Are they, you know, somebody that goes to the gym a lot? You know, all of those things. It's really sort of taking... You know, somebody's life, you know, and how is that going to work for them? Yeah, their you lifestyle. Know? Their lifestyle yeah. and everything, you know. And, and also uncovering a little bit about where this is coming from. You know, they're wanting a big radical change. You know, is it coming from a place of, you know, thinking a quick fix is going to help other issues, you know, mm-hmm. which is, again, not not the best way to do things because somebody could be really struggling at home and think, oh, I'm going to change my hair, I'm going to feel so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's a bigger piece than that. Yes, <laughs> believe me, I know. So, yeah, it's really sort of understanding who you have in that chair and what do they need. You know, like you need a degree in yes, psychology, psychology. <laughs> and become that sort yeah. of therapist. I used yeah. to see that about styling yeah. as well. That a huge part is sure the skills you yes. need to you need sure. to have the skills but I need to be a people person have to be yeah so and a lot of training to, on that right okay yeah. and is that where you've seen then maybe the mistakes or things that you can do better that's mm-hmm. brought you to the point where you're launching your own academy yeah and then that I mean the academy is we go back to the staff here you know I again believe and I've, I've you know I've went through this in my 20s you know I've I've always had so much to give but there was a lot of stuff that held me back you know and it's it's the other stuff the day-to-day stuff you know how we feel about ourselves you know have we set the goals you know mental health mindset and just really really understanding that we can be anything we want to be in life you know so this is where the academy came about because my 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 personal self-development journey has all been about education (laughs) yeah you know, from a, a business perspective, but yeah. also personal. And the more, you know, I kept an open mind and the more skills I bought to myself, the more I've been able to achieve. Mm. So this was where the academy came about. You know, I don't just want to teach people how to cut hair or colour hair because we can be the best at that. But if we haven't got the other stuff, mm-hmm. whether it's the communication, whether it's the business mm-hmm. or whether it's mindset or, you know, some life coaching and stuff. Yeah. This is where that all came from. So it's, it's an all-round education program. It's a 360 approach mm-hmm. to personal development, to skills as well. But not also that, you know, it's opening it up to other people and whatever level they may be. Yeah. Are they an assistant? Are they a junior stylist? Are they a manager? Are they a salon owner? And I think that's, you know, we were talking about this competitive place. And again, like we, you know, I know that there's enough room for everybody. Yeah and collaborating and everything with people just makes you stronger mm-hmm. so when someone comes to the academy which is what we're talking about mm-hmm. that could be a yeah. salon or it can be an individual person it, there's no oh it has to be a company buying yeah. in with their team or yeah. whatever you'll have programs running on that space how interesting so just to, to touch back on that personal development piece and i think even a bit more back to investing in yourself and the 
maybe the sort of the mental health and the challenges from there. Yeah. So maybe how did you start to manage? Because I don't think the word overcomes probably. No, it's an every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah every day. Absolutely. So did personal development play a big part in you managing that or how how yeah. did you get to the point of where you are now? Well I you know I opened my opened my second salon and I was like, wow, like what is going on? You know, I had a mental breakdown, I had a six week old baby and I knew that I needed to do something different because mm-hmm. I couldn't sustain this pressure that I was putting on myself plus trying yeah, to be a queen. So that's why I started to a good wife, all of it. <laughs> so this is where I started to uncover. I went to like a seminar, you know, they do great seminars here, don't they, in Dubai and picked up my first book. Mm. You know, what then, was that book? The, so the first book was Miracle Morning. Oh yeah, um, Hallelujah. Yeah. So good. And we they, they had like a, an empowerment event here mm. in uh, in Dubai and I was like, wow. <laughs> I've been looking at things completely the wrong way. Wow. Just didn't, I just thought that, you know, it's not that life owed me something, but this is just how things are. I didn't realise at that point that you can you can literally become anything you want to in life with the right mindset. It's like no one had shared that or, or yeah. you know, know. I was like, wow, this is, this is game changing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I'll never forget that they're onto something here. Everybody's sort of saying the same things, you know, and but just tailoring it to their, yeah. for them. So that was your first book then? What was, was, what was the next book. one? When we were the, doing the, the next path? first book, yeah. So after that, it was just literally any course, anything that I can possibly do. So first of all, it was about growing my business. I knew that I needed to throw myself into everything within the industry. Mm-hmm. Because again, I realised that the reason I wasn't doing things is because I was worried about what people thought of me. Yeah. So I had to, that was my first thing I needed to overcome. But professional beauty, they had the industry awards, that was a big part. I remember going for business director of the year like five, six years ago. Oh, it was awful, my interview. Terrible. I could barely speak for one. And what was coming out of my mouth I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but anyway, last year I won it for the second year in a row. Amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. So that was, you know, a big part. And I knew I needed to step out of my comfort zone. So I needed to be involved as, as much as possible in as many things as possible. So I think, you know, that whole being afraid was a huge thing for me. Because I knew I had to do it. And I think, you know, I think it's something that you're very good at doing now is yeah. that sort of personal brand. Yeah. You know, putting yourself out there as much as, you know, the salon's got your name on it. That's but it. above and beyond that, you're on podcasts, you're, are, yeah. you know, doing other things in publications. Yeah. And I think you've understood the investment in your personal brand and how that can have a huge effect on what you're doing. Totally. Because again, now with the new business ventures that are coming up, and again, that was a huge thing for my growth as well. Like, I hid behind my brand. Mm, you know, so I many people are guilty yeah. of that. Yeah. So I knew I was like, I am not going to get any further. And I've got massive, massive goals. So I'm not going to get any further unless I overcome this and start to step out and build this brand. Mm. And especially from an education perspective, you know, we are to clients in the name we have in Abu Dhabi. You, you know, people come to the salon. But if I have any chance of, you know, building what I envision this to be, people need to understand who I am mm-hmm. and where it's coming from. So that's the whole, you know, the, the idea behind it. Now, obviously, we're stepping into Dubai as well. Yeah. Big shoes. Big shoes, yeah. <laughs> so in that sort of capacity of, like, big big dreams, big yeah. visions, like, what, 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 what is the plan? So have you got 
I sort of you want to open ten more salons, or what, what's the? Yeah, I mean, I have a huge vision for the for the education. You know, within two years, I want to be in different countries. You know, I want to have two in person academies. I want it to be full time running every day. I have a team of educators. You know, build it a business yeah. in this. Yeah. So I believe in where it comes from because I understand the support that we can give people. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the thing in many industries, people are afraid to collaborate with something that's similar because they think that oh, they're going to take, t- take my team or they're going to take my, my clients. clients. My clients. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, from where this comes from for me is, again, you know, it could be the same. I could feel the same, but I believe that we all sit very, you know, unique, you know, and we want to be able to show people, show other salons and other business that just find your why mm-hmm. and your niche and what you do, you know. Nobody would really feel that way about the other businesses, you know, and it's just sort of teaching them as well that they can also, you know, grow their business mm-hmm. as much as possible as well. What's been some of the best things that you've done to grow your business? We've talked about, you know, sort of that investment in your personal brand. Yeah. Would you say it's been advertising? Would you say it's mm-hmm. investing in people? What would you say it's been a... The people. Yeah, as in investing in the staff the to get them, the team yeah. to come in because that gets the people coming back. Even then, how do you get the people in the door first thing? The, so the staff? The, t- the uh, clients. The clients. So, obviously, we, we believe that the hair is just 50%. So, mm-hmm. you know, what, we're, what we do and how we talk to these clients, it comes from a good place. We're not, going to, we're not going to recommend anything that is not right for them. Okay. You know, we believe in price transparency. So, we, we quote before we do something. When we did, I did a lot of market research on this and a lot of mystery shopping. And and the reason a lot of businesses lose clients is one, because the other stuff is missing. There's no advice. Mm. (laughs) And second is price, because they get to the till and they're like, wow, where did that come from? You know, all the extra add-ons, because a lot of people think, you know, well, they're just coming for this or this. But if we're not being completely transparent about all the services and everything that we are recommending... When they get to the till, some people don't care, but you know, there's a lot of people we have to be, we have to understand people's time and money is valuable. Mm-hmm. So that time that they spend in the salon, you know, whether they're stay-at-home mum, businesswoman, it's important that they feel that, you know, mm-hmm. and then also from a price perspective, you know, we're not making judgment that this person can't afford this or they've got loads of money or this, this or this. It's about you know, being transparent with how we work and how we do things. That's quite rare. I don't, yeah. I don't know no, uh, not. Yeah. that that would sound would be like, we're going to add this on, we could do yeah. this, we can do this, and it's going to cost X, yeah. Y, and Z. Because you, you do often get to that point sometimes you go to the salon and you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, what, what did I have? Can yeah. you remind me? <laughs> and taking it to, to the next level. So I really like yeah. that piece on on the transparency. Yes. So they understand that when they come in. Yeah, and if it doesn't work for them or... You know, we can say, okay, don't have the treatment today, we can do it next time. And, you know, just making it clear that but giving them hair plans and future visits, mm. you know, this is where we are today, but next time we'll only need to do this. The time after that, we'll put you on a three-visit rotation, we'll get you booked back in six weeks. So you're covering all the boxes. So yeah. you're getting the retention of the clients because they're invested in this we want to get to today. that point, yes. Yeah, yeah. so we've, we've, we've got that. And, you know, we're transparent and we want to fit people's budgets. Yeah. It's not about the end of the month. Okay. It's about getting them back in. Nice. Mm. Okay, so for those that are listening, just to kind of recap it, mm. I think there's some really interesting um, lessons for yeah. other people, regardless of yeah. their business. Yeah. So we've got, you know, super transparency. Yes. Investing in people. Yes. 
And I think investing in people as in the team, but also the clients, like that journey of investing in their future, the, the next three times you're going to be here, this is what we're going to work on yeah. and getting them booked in for yeah. that. Yeah. If you could look back at sort of the 20s, maybe when you were kind of going through sort of some of the challenging times, what would you have told yourself then? What you know now? What, what would you like? What would you have done differently? Or what would you go back and tell Tara at 20? I suppose, yeah, you can you can do anything you want to do. You've just got to you've just got to start to believe in yourself, and you can you know it's about building your inner confidence and peace. And I think that's a lot. We we live in a place of out you know outside most of the time how we look or what people think. Yeah. But it's about going inside and just looking at you know these inner thoughts that we have mm-hmm. and just turning them you know there's so much help out there as well these days but there wasn't yeah yeah, yeah there wasn't or hasn't been it wasn't as accessible yes because now you can go to youtube yeah. you can download the podcast there's so much, so much for YouTube. free yeah i've yeah. had business coaches i've had life coaches i've had all of that you know I'm obsessed with learning yeah which is very funny because at school, you know, I think this is where a lot of my issues came in because I was never, I was never very smart. Well, smart <laughs> in the traditional sense. Of what you think is smart. Yeah. yeah. So you get struck off very quickly, and I hated learning because it wasn't the way I learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's funny, you know, going back from that to now is like I love to learn. Yeah, I me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I remember leaving school thinking, oh yeah, I never have to yeah, read another book yeah. and and do that again and then it's just a complete 360 the amount of books I've read or listened to an audible or it's just a game changer just a game changer so what's the plans for the next few months I know you've been talking about the academy when do the doors open when does the new salon open what's happening okay so the salon we're just currently waiting for planning permission so we're hoping for December to be open Mm -hmm. it's going to be two floors so it's going to be a really big space it's in Alcoo's industrial estate Right on the outside, so the location is perfect. It's just off of Aminara, and you're there. Yeah, nice. So planning permission for that, we're going to have, you know, the space for the open salon. We'll have a VIP area. We'll have beauty rooms, treatment room. Upstairs, we'll also have a barber's. And then also we'll have our academy space as well. So it's going to be in the... Everything. Ah, okay, awesome. Everything in one go. So after doing it three times in Abu Dhabi, I just want to be able to have everything under... What groups here? Yeah. So then, if you've done it three times, what are some of the things that you won't be doing, or that you will be doing to get it in? Yeah, the space that you want. I think you know. You, every time you fit out a salon and open one, you make so many mistakes, but then they turn into lessons for the next time. You know. So the fourth time around, and even if we opened our academy space in Abu Dhabi as well. You know, I've learned so much from that. Yeah. What's missing? What's that? So I think, you know, there's never mistakes, is it? It's always lessons. So yeah. that's, you know, never really beat yourself up about little things that you've done. Like now with Dubai coming, I believe that all that, all the things and all the mistakes that you make is why I'm now coming to Dubai. Yeah. Because I really understand what we need in there. And they're ready for you in that space now. Yeah. What you're going to do. Yeah. Awesome. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. How can people find you? Start from Menelco's in the yeah. industrial estate <laughs> for so, those that are outside. So I have obviously my LinkedIn, which is Tara Rose Kid, and also my Instagram. But then we also have the salon, which is Tara Rose Salon. 
website and Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much for being part of it. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for watching. And until next time, see you later. Thanks. <laughs>Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is how more people can hear about the amazing stories and guests that we have on here. Even better, you can also share this on social media. Screenshot it and share it on your Instagram or on your Facebook or on your Twitter account. The more people that see these episodes, the more awareness it brings to small businesses and those that are trying to make an impact and difference. And if you want to know more about how you can develop your personal brand, then check out our new website, Brand New Creators, designed by our in-house team. And we are in the business of helping you to increase your online visibility, build industry authority, lead change, motivate and profit. Who doesn't want that? I look forward to speaking to you soon. Until next time. Bye.